And that's on period. Network. So, I've been thinking about it, and I think the whole we careers will carry on might be a little hokey. Partly because Elaine has her whole sign-off, and what kind of covert message needs two sign-offs? Anyway, just letting you know where I landed on that whole thing. Here's Elaine. Welcome back to another episode of Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul. I'm your host, Elaine Martinez. I found my old planner the other day. I could hardly recognize myself in it, though it was only from two years ago. Less, I think. Is it December still? Yes, less than two years old. In one box, a Tuesday, a black pen writes, laundry. In another, in red pen, it says, reminder, container store coupons expire July 10th. Such a funny little creature this person is. I have all my work notes here mingled in with my personal life and use different highlighters for different ages of patients. Green for children, blue for teens, purple for adults, red for confirmed biters, lots of red. In a way, I admire the firmness of the world I see here. There is stuff to do, a finite amount of things to accomplish. There are people in my life. Uh, here it says October 30th, carve pumpkins with Sam. We like to put those outside the office for October. Another note on November 1st, throw out jack-o'-lanterns. I liked the ritual and intentionality and pattern of things. Life seemed so steady, which was a good thing. These days, though, the earth under which I live feels solid enough. Too solid at times, even. I can't say I see much steadiness. That's because stability is a lie. Life is inherently chaotic. But I do think I have some idea of how I'll be spending the next few minutes. Please welcome my guest and co-host this evening, Crowlord. Did I get that right? Hi. Yeah, Crowlord is correct. Thank you for being here. Well, you know, I had to deliver you crow anyway. Thanks for letting me stick around. That's right. The Neighborhood Council did promise that I would eventually be having a crow placed with me. For topsider survivors who might not know, we moved underground after the crow population did, and there is a somewhat tenuous coexistence that uh, somehow led to this one crow per bunker situation. Yeah! You should understand that the sudden death or absence of crows would likely indicate that there was a life-threatening situation fast approaching, or more likely, has already occurred. Yes, I can see how this is a potentially useful partnership, Crow Lord. Thank you for bringing and introducing me to my new bunkmate. Jumbo. Now, is that name uh, permanent, or could he... She. Yes, thank you. Could she answer to a different name? What, you don't like her name? No, no, I mean, I do. Hi there, Jumbo. She'll warm up to you eventually. Well, anyway, you mentioned that you were about to go home and make yourself up some dinner and very generously agreed to stay with me and cook. What is it you were planning on making tonight? Bloody Mary. Oh, I I see. Anything else to pair with that savory cocktail? Uh, probably a second 
Bloody Mary. Oh my. Oh, look at it go! Digging through your shit, that's a good sign settling in. Great, okay. Well, I'm sure I have some things to contribute to the mix here. That way I'm not depleting your entire rucksack. Would you care to list off the items that your signature Bloody Mary mix includes? All right. So, you know, I wasn't always Crow Lord. I used to be called Eddie. And let me tell you, Eddie loved a bougie Bloody Mary. What exactly makes a Bloody Mary bougie? Oh, the garnish, Elaine. Little toothpicks all strung up with salami and cheese and olives and pickled vegetables and prosciutto and bacon. One time, a donut. Another time, oh, freaking slider. Can you believe that? All sorts of goodies. I spent up to like 15 old American dollars just for one drink. 15 for a drink and a slider doesn't seem so bad. Only I was not exactly in the bougie bloody tax bracket, if you know what I mean. Still, couldn't help myself. Wow. Really trying to figure out your roof access. Oh no, Jumbo! <laughs> Sorry, listeners, a uh, crow lord? Ahem. And sorry, Jumbo. I've been fiddling with the perimeter security. I didn't think you'd so thoroughly dismantle all the alarms I've worked so carefully to route around the roof door. Yeah, crows like to know their exits. I see that now. And they hate loud noises. Understood. Well, shall we dive into what goes into a homemade Bloody Mary mix? Sure. You got a ton of spices here. It's a collection that seems to keep growing, though I haven't yet managed to figure out how or why. Ah, uh, no way. Is that A1 sauce? Yes, and it is among my most cherished companions. There's some chipotle and adobo, plain old Worcestershire sauce, and some spicy knockoff Tabasco works great, too. But A1 and some actual chipotle? We're off to a promising start with this bougie Bloody Mary. Oh, what's this? Ah, a bit of soy sauce. That'll do the trick. And is that... Is that liquid smoke? Mesquite flavor. <laughs> All right. Well, fair warning. This recipe might blow your whole mind. Wow, I'll try to brace myself. So I'm noticing you pulling down a six-ounce can of tomato paste, the A1 and chipotle in adobo, and what other spices do you have there? We got the soy and the liquid smoke, some black pepper, celery salt, onion powder, this little squeeze bottle of lemon juice. Oh, that's, yeah. I didn't even think these things still existed. And I'm afraid I don't have much in the way of garnishes, but I do have these. Pickles and olives? Elaine, I'm starting to understand why people get so excited when your name crops up. They do? Oh, yeah. Rumors far and wide about your meal donations and general cheffery. I was on the wisdom tooth wait list for ages. Really? I, I suppose I should try to find a few more USBs to download these episodes onto. I had no idea. Yeah, I hear you have your own private courier, is that true? I actually am still trying to figure that one out. Okay, now Jumbo is really scattering the contents of that coin jar in that particular area, so that corner will probably be where she hangs out mostly. That works, I suppose. Could never get much into coin collecting anyway. Oh no, that's my only... 
And that's her pillow now. Okay. Well, is there any other ingredients worth mentioning before we take our break? Mmm. <laughs> water. We'll need like maybe three cups of water. I'll get that boiling now. And vodka. Lots of vodka. This a bloody Mary make it. Well, I suppose I ought to disclose before the break here. I'm not much of a drinker. Yeah, it's okay. Just a little vodka then. By which I mean I do not drink at all. Oh, okay. Rallying, respect, virgin BMs it is. You're okay with that? Yeah, of course. When you think about it, it's probably even healthier without the vodka. Probably. Well, I'm glad you're still on board. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll put together a delightful Virgin Bloody Mary with my dear friend, Crow Lord. And Jumbo! Yes, and Jumbo. Stay still. Remember that each individual moment is inherently bearable. We'll be right back. This week's episode is brought to you by a hypervigilant awareness of the dangers of using propane indoors. Propane stoves are generally recommended for outdoor use only, and I feel it is my duty to warn you that if, like me, you choose to use propane in closed spaces, you run the risk of building up a dangerous amount of carbon monoxide inside your bunker, hovel, foxhole, or dental office. When using propane indoors, please remember to ignite your source quickly and leave a window or air tube open to help carry out toxic air. Observe your assigned crow. Do they appear alert? Judgmental of your daily routines? Are they alive? Are you sure? If you are unsure, you are probably in danger. If the thrum of helicopters and marching of administers feels distant, consider going topside for a breath or two of fresh air. If you're one of the lucky ones with a carbon monoxide detector, be sure to check the batteries. If you don't remember the last time you replaced the batteries, it's probably time for a fresh start. Remember, Sometimes not dying is the tricky part. Be cautious, open windows, and watch your crow. Now back to the episode. I'm not gonna lie. Though her completely tearing apart your pillow is a good sign, the alarm business was a pretty dramatic misstep for such a new member of your household. Jumbo's sudden silence is a signal of her general fury. I wouldn't anticipate open communication for a few months at least. If you can prevent any more traumatic events from happening. I'll do my best. But if she prefers another home... Uh... It's okay, Jumbo. You're safe here. I promise. Now let's get back into this bloody Mary business, huh? Yes, let's. So you asked me if I had any big jars. I do have this vessel my grandmother cherished and used for fancy occasions. Wow, it looks like a huge ceramic boot emblazoned with an emblem in red ribbon saying good times at Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede, yee-haw! They were both big Dolly fans. She's a treasure. Was a treasure. Right. Was. <sighs> so anyway, in the ceramic boot goes the tiny six-ounce can of tomato paste. Allow me. It's very thick. Yeah, and that's why we follow it with the three cups of water. Freshly boiled for minimum gut parasites. Very nice. Thank you for that. Let me just whisk that together with this uh, with this fork here. Hmm. I'm a little concerned. Some tomato paste is lodged in the toe there. But maybe I'll give it a shake. 
Yeah. Okay. Things are thickening up nicely. Surprising how such a tiny can of tomato paste, when watered down, can yield a significant amount of thick tomato juice. I know, right? And so far, we've only spent about 70 cents of Old American. Oh my, what a value. Right? So now, we have the base. We can dress it up however we want. We gotta do a dash of that A1, maybe just one tablespoon of soy sauce, two tablespoons or so of the liquid smoke, pepper to taste, and lemon juice. Where's my lemon squeezer? Here you go. I'm a lemon guy, how about you? Same, have at it. Perfect, we're both lemon guys. Okay, gonna go for maybe two ounces of lemon juice here. Of course, we could do a mixable lemon and lime juice too. Gonna be pretty generous here. Now, with the spice element, here we go. Looks to me like you're adding in about a teaspoon of each of those. Right. I'll just start with a teaspoon each of onion powder, celery salt, and chipotle sauce. Anything else strike your fancy to add in, Elaine? Hmm. I have a little olive brine to spare. Elaine, you brilliant son of a bitch. Oh, my. We are definitely adding in a bit of that. And let me give it a little taste. Mmm. Mm -hmm. Could use a little more pepper, touch more lemon juice. All right, Elaine, let's divvy this up. I'll just use this boot, but do you have a spare mason jar or something? Of course. Here's a mug I use for more or less everything. Excellent. And I don't have proper toothpicks, but I do have a couple of extra long matchsticks that I've impaled a few olives on. See... This I'd pay 10 bucks for easy, but homemade comes down to like a dollar. Like a literal old American dollar per bloody. Isn't that wild? Seeing it being made, I must say the markup is, uh, frankly, obscene. We've been had, Elaine. Still, I'd do it at a heartbeat if I could. <sighs> I miss the bar scene. I favored coffee shops myself, even though I knew at any moment I could brew my own tea for a much more cost-effective lifestyle. The human connectedness of being in a shared space, the simple routine of my day, specific local cafes being the touchstones of my city. Oh, the smell of booze and sugar ingrained in wood. People asking if you need anything because they're getting paid to. Having, having to wash a glass, getting tipsy and asking the bartender out, having to find a new bar to hang low in for a while because you made things weird. Sure. Yeah, anyway, glad to be here with you, Elaine. Glad to be here with you, Crow Lord. So here and now, we've got out two drinking vessels filled with a homemade Bloody Mary mix, topped with a garnish of olives. And a little extra quote-unquote spice for me. Oh my, I didn't even notice that flask before. <laughs> I keep it tucked in my trench coat pocket. You can't tell because I bulk up all the other pockets, too. I'm like 60 kilos under all this fabric. This little baby... I keep right over my heart. For protection? And sentimental reasons, yes. Cheers, Elaine. Cheers. Mm. What do you mm. think? Hmm. Well, I can't say I have much to compare this to, but I think it's savory, spicy, olivey, all good things in my book. You know, I could drink this forever. Thanks for sticking around, Crow Lord. Hey, thanks for letting me stick around, Elaine. To be honest... It's mostly just an excuse to make sure Jumbo got settled in okay. But it ended up being a lot of fun. I'm so glad. Do you think Jumbo is, um, settled? Well, listen, I know these transitions can be awkward. Oh, I thought there was going to be more to your thought. Nope, sometimes shit is just awkward. 
But you both are very useful to one another, I promise. If you have any questions, you can send a courier to me. Does Jumbo ever run messages? Eh, typically, yes. But you two have a lot of work to do before you get to that point. I see. You'll get there. Here, give this last olive for my Bloody Mary. Here, Jumbo. Don't infantilize her, Elaine. Oh, okay. Jumbo, if you're interested, I'll just leave this olive right here for you. Ah, she loves it. See? Things will get easier. Bye-bye, Jumbo. Be nice to Elaine. I'm going to slip away while she's brutally tearing out the pimento from the center of that olive. Take care, Elaine. Take care, Crow Lord. Let me hold back these bamboo curtains for you so you can leave discreetly. Listeners, this much is true. These days I can't say I see much steadiness, but I do see hope. I can sense a strangely consistent tone of getting through thisness. And although every day, including today, has more what-ifs than ever, I know for certain that I've picked up a different kind of organizational tool— It's the idea that I can figure things out along the way, that given the very worst-case scenario, a tsunami of change, violence, and disaster, that I will very likely be able to find my footing enough to carry myself to higher ground. And what's more, I think that I can be a person that might be able to pick someone up to their feet and bring them along. And if I prove unable in the moment of truth to be that person, I hope that each and every one of you will try in my stead. Because secretly, though I know how foolish it is to arrange anything at all these days, I think planning on being there for each other is one of the few things we should put down in ink inside our end-of-days planners. I'll put us down for the same time, same place next week. Until then, this has been Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul. I'm Elaine Martinez, not crying, hugging you Good night. Elaine's Cooking for the Soul is brought to you by the Period Podcast Network. Story by Rosa Delgado and Allison Slice. Written by Allison Slice and co-directed by Allison Slice and Rosa Delgado. The role of Elaine Martinez was played by Rosa Delgado. The role of the Crow Lord was played by Rama Valuri. The role of the Courier was voiced by Rachel Wong. Music by Uri Avi. Logo design by Stig Breeze. Once again, thanks for returning this wisdom tooth to its pre-designated pickup drop-off location. I know that each excursion you take risks not only your life, but the lives of your families and bunker mates. Keep being swift, keep being safe, and find us next week. Welcome to the Pilot Review Board Podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Matt. And I'm Catherine. Each week, we pick two TV shows that have something in common. We watch the very first episode of each show and talk about those pilots in extreme detail. Yep, we talk about some of the most iconic TV shows ever made, like Buffy, Bewitched, and Breaking Bad. We also cover some of the lesser-known ones, like Knight Rider, Never Have I Ever, and News Radio. Everything from Gilmore Girls to Game of Thrones. We break them down, rate them, and at the end of the episode, we decide which of the pair we greenlight and which one we smite. If you love TV, quizzes and games, or fun facts, or dumb opinions, or if you're interested in writing for television, or if you're just into having three strangers talking in your ear, you can tune into Pilot Review Board every Monday for our full-length episodes and on Thursday for our game-filled minisodes. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right. Say bye, guys. Bye. bye.